0: 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
1: And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal?
2: I paid for twenty tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange.
1: Ooh, you got burned. Next caller.
0: I traded in my old Samsung at AT and T for a new Samsung Galaxy S twenty four plus.
1: Hmm, how's that bad?
0: I got to choose from their best plans.
1: So what went wrong?
0: Oh, nothing went wrong.
1: And you're calling to
0: to request a song.
1: You want a song? Don't mind us, we're playing through. Here's Froggy and Wacker.
2: Welcome to another edition of the Playing Through Podcast. It's Froggy from Elvis Wren, the morning show, along with Golf Digest's amazing writer, Brian Wacker. And this is another podcast that there was a time I didn't think we'd ever have a chance to do. And here we are. We're going to, even though this technically is not podcast number 82, that's what we're going to call it.
3: Right. I was wondering, you know, what, what I was wondering, what podcast we were up to. If this is number eighty-two. That really would have been weird.
2: Yeah, it's not number eighty-two, but it's close. It's getting very, very close. Uh, I will actually look uh, while we're doing the podcast, and I'll tell you. But this is going to be all about number eighty-two because there was a time whacker. We didn't think we'd ever see this, but now here we are again. That I don't think eighty-two yeah. is the end of the line. I think that this goes higher. You agree? Well. Yeah,
3: look, it's hard to argue otherwise because um, in the in the elephant in the room, of course, is whether Tiger can stay healthy or not, right? I mean, look, the last 14 starts he's had on the PGA Tour, he's won three times. That's as many as Brooks Kepka and that's as many as Rory McIlroy, who is the player of the year on the PGA Tour. Uh, now, look, I, I don't want to get carried away, and you and I talked yesterday. Look, he, did Tiger have as good a season as Rory or Brooks? No, I mean, yes, Tiger won a major, as did Brooks. Brooks also finished in the top four in all four majors and had a tremendous year and had, I believe, nine other top ten. Rory, meanwhile, almost never finished outside the top ten, also had three wins, won a player's championship. So, you know, both had what I think were better years, but that's not what this is about. This is about Tiger continuing to win because questions had come up. We'd started to wonder again. You know, we saw the fall off after Augusta, and then we hear about the knee surgery. And so we wonder now, look, the the knee surgery, I don't want to classify it as minor, but athletes get knee scopes all the time.
2: But it's still a procedure on a knee that has probably been operated on multiple times. Absolutely. Fifth knee surgery. Look, the guy's got,
3: (laughs) the guy's like, he's like Mr. Potato Head, okay? I mean, he's had four back surgeries, five knee surgeries. Uh, a bunch of other surgeries. I mean, I don't know how many other times you can, can operate. On yeah, I mean, don't, don't
2: forget the Achilles injury that he had back at Doral right. in, in 12. I mean, he's got more holes in his body than, like,
3: the old, you know, uh, uh, what was the old game, Froggy? You and I are sadly both old enough to remember this. Uh, operation,
2: yeah, yeah, operation. That's him. Right, like, that's, that's
3: basically what his body looks like. It just has all these holes, and it just sort of patched together. So, you know, look, I think – we all thought after Augusta he would win more and so forth. And there's a lot of buzz and a lot of talk about, look, he's going to win more majors and so forth. And I think we discovered, at least to me, you know, at 43, look, he's just not going to be as consistent. You know, some of that is being 43. Some of that is the depth of the field he's facing. Some of that is injuries that are going to crop up as we saw in dealing with a knee problem uh, for some length of time during the course of this past season. But, when he's healthy, as we see as we saw in Japan, and playing well, he is going to win golf tournaments, or he can win golf tournaments. I mean, the fact that he went nine under on the par threes for the week in Japan and was a career bet that's a career best. I mean, how about that? This guy at forty three who's still setting career best marks. I mean, for all he's accomplished. So to me that's amazing. And this latest victory just speaks to the fact that, look, Tiger, and I wrote this for GolfTigers.com, you can read it there, um, Tiger is obviously an all-timer in, in terms of not just golf, but sports. He's up there with the Michael Jordans and Gordy Howes and, you know, on down the list. And to me, those are guys, when you look at the history of sports and the history of golf, you know, great players are great athletes, all-time greats are capable of You know, tremendous performances really at any point in their career. Even Michael Jordan. This is a guy who averaged 20 points, a career-low 20 points in his final season in the NBA. I think he was 40 years old, playing for the Wizards. But yet he still had three games that season where he went over 40 points and shot over 50% in each of those games.
2: I don't think he's at that yet. I don't think he's in the final season yet. No, he's not, but he's certainly
3: in the – in the back end of his career, look, golf is a sport you can play for 20,
2: right. 30 years. But he said yesterday that he would like to play until he's 50-something. So if he's going to play until he's 52, like this is this is something else I, I want to talk about is that. All right, so he's 43. He'll be 44 in December. So this, this year's majors are over. So if he plays for 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52 for nine more seasons, Nine times four is 36 more chances at majors. Now this is also with the caveat that we're healthy. We don't know when he's really healthy because like you said, so he plays the masters last year, he wins. We all go crazy with, okay, 18's in play. This is, it was a foregone conclusion last year in April that he was going to win multiple times. Now, he did technically win multiple times in the year 2019. However, he told us for a long time he was healthy. We did have a knee procedure. He has now admitted that he could not bend down and read putts. He was not able to swing properly. He was putting undue pressure on the back. And and I mean, we so now we know that when we were told he was healthy, he wasn't healthy. So we don't ever really know what the full truth is when we're getting it. And sometimes you find out what the truth is later. And, and I don't like that as a fan, but I have come to understand that that's what we're going to get. It's what we've always gotten. We always, we always know what he wants us to know, and that's all you're ever going to know. And then when he wants to tell you more, he does. And when he doesn't, he doesn't. But if he plays till he's 52 years old, you would ha- – I mean, if he only wins once, that puts him over – if he wins once a season – remember, like you said, he's won three times in the last 13 months. as many as anybody else on tour. He's played fewer events than anybody else on tour and won those three times. If he wins once a year for the next nine years, that puts him into the 90s. He's going to have 90-something career victories if he wins nine more times. And that gives him 36 chances at majors. If he can stay healthy, I'm not willing to say he's in the twilight yet. He's still in a... He still could have a very good run. He put a ball-striking clinic on in Japan, and that's after having surgery nine weeks ago. It's unbelievable what he just did, and like you said, setting records, career records still, I don't know that we're on the real, quote, downturn. I get we're on the downside of the mountain, but I don't think we're going downhill as fast as we think sometimes.
3: Well, it all depends, as you said, on the health, and you never know how that's going to play out, so I think we just have to sort of wait, let it play out, and see what happens, but to your point about the 82, look, this is this is a number that nobody, I think, is certainly not in our lifetime, I think it's ever going to touch. Put that in perspective, right? 82 victories. So the other two winningest players in the past 25 years, Phil Nicholson and Vijay Singh, they have a combined four fewer titles, 78, than Tigers' 82. Here's right. more numbers, okay? This will this, tell you about sort of the next generation, if you will. If you take, just listen to this. I mean, it's laughable. Brooks Koepka, plus Rory McElroy, plus Dustin Johnson, who, by the way, has won every year of his career and has been out there for over 10 years. Right. And has had a couple of multiple win seasons. Justin Thomas, John Rahm, Patrick Cantley, Justin Rose, Xander Schauffele, and Bryson Shambo. That's nine guys. Right, right. All of them who were, they were the nine players ranked ahead of Tiger in the world rankings heading into this week. They have. 79 PGA Tour wins between them.
1: Right. So Still fewer than Tiger has.
3: Perspective, Yeah. So, to me, two things. One, you know, this is just a reminder that Tiger has set yet another mark, much like his consecutive cuts streak made, uh, his weeks at number one in the world, and, you know, his victory total are not never going to be caught. That is, that is a record that will never be broken. It's sort of like I look at Cal Ripken's mark in baseball. For consecutive games played, I don't think in the way the game is played today and sort of the way the sport is, I don't think that will ever be touched. Probably um, the hitting streak will probably, the 56-game hitting streak will probably never be broken. You know, you can look at uh, other uh, records in baseball like strikeouts and wins and things like that because of the way pitching is now constructed. Those marks will never be broken. And Tiger, to me, you know, he's got a number of these records that will never be broken. But now he's got a chance to add to it. And to me, this is, this is the most compelling part of his career, right? And I, again, I wrote this for GolfDigest.com. You can read it there or on Twitter. To me, this is most compelling. Look, when he was at the height of his career, everyone expected this guy. People were talking 20, 25 majors. People expected him to win every single time he teed it up. I don't think we have that anymore. I no. think there's certainly the hope, but because these performances are fleeting – And this isn't, to to your point, look, I I agree. This isn't, I don't think he has, like, another year or two. He's not in the final year or two of his career, probably, unless there's injury involved. But to me, this is most compelling because of all that he's gone through, because uh, the way he seems to have changed uh, in his interaction with everything from the media to fans to things we don't see off camera. He's sort of a different guy. I mean, look, everybody's a different person in their 40s than they are in their 20s or 30s. And to me, this is most compelling because the opportunities are fewer, but you can still dial up these great performances. And it really makes you appreciate what he's able to do. And he seems to be appreciating it um, as well. And I think we should as well.
2: You know, it's unbelievable. I I follow, and I'm sure this shocks you. uh, I follow golf channel Tiger Tracker, who tweets every single shot, uh, goes to the tournament's. And Golf Channel has never ever divulged who this person is, but he goes to every tournament, tweets every shot. And I also follow uh, TW Legion, which is TW Spot, who is also a huge Tiger fan. And so Tracker went back and said yesterday that he counted up everything from when he has started following Tiger Woods. And the very first tournament he started was Dural of 2012. So he says since 2012, he's done 99 events, including two Ryder Cups and one presidents cup. And if you count Tiger versus Phil in the Skins game, he's done 101 events. He's won 11. And if you knock out the two Ryder Cups and the Presidents Cup, it's actually he's played 99 events. He's won 11 of 99 events. That and remember, this is during the worst span of golf of his career. From 2012 yeah. to now, we have had gone through the time where we went through the chipping yips, and he was a joke, and he was this, and he was that, and he still won 11 times out of 99. That's 10. He's over 10 percent. He's won over 10 percent winning percentage during the worst of his career. And at the height, he was at 30 percent. You
3: take his best 10 years versus Jack Nicholas's best 10 years, and Tiger is in that 30. For winning, which is incredible, which is better than Jack. Right. Jack was in, um, you know, uh, memory's failing me a bit at the moment, but I think Jack was in the 25% range. I mean, Tiger's best 10 years were so dominant. It, it was incredible. And, and, but again, th- this is about this sort of third act of his career, right? You had, you had the incredible first part of his career, then you had the dark downturn in the middle part of his career. And now we're seeing this resurrection of Tiger personally, professionally. He's doing this without a swing coach. He seems to be in command of his sort of his life and his and his game, his swing. I mean the fact that he hit sixty five percent of his fairways in Japan on the golf course that, you know, was tight in some spots and it wasn't wide open uh, by any means tells you, and you look at the swing, and we talked about this over the weekend, You that, you know, you look at that swing, it's a very controlled swing. Yeah. Uh, he's really getting through to that left side. It's a sort of flat move that, you know, flat, smooth
2: kind of move to his left side. Yeah, it's got no violence in it like it did before.
3: Exactly. And to me, and he's still hitting it far enough. Sure, he's, you know, it's, during the height of his career, he would win by blowing it past everybody in part.
2: But he doesn't have to. And he said that in the, in, in, the, in the press conference after standing on the green. He's like, listen, I can think my way around the golf course. I can still knock it out there far enough. And he hits his irons far enough. You and I talked about this yesterday. Yes. Okay, so on the 12th hole, uh, his first hole that he played on, I guess it was technically Monday, the final round, when he had the seven holes to finish. He hits his driver. He has 212 yards in. For Tiger Woods, 212 yards is, a, is an easy six iron. The average yep. golfer standing on, a, on on a golf course with a six iron in his hand is is going to hit the green. I mean that, that that's what you you think with a six iron. That's not a very long club. So even on long par fours, this par four was almost 500 yards. He still got a mid iron in his hand going into a par four. He can still play the game. He still his and he, the fact that he hit 65 percent of his fairways off the tee. That's unbelievable. That I mean. Tiger in his prime didn't hit 65% of his fairways. Ladies and gentlemen, if he starts hitting 65% of his fairways and he starts playing from the short grass in the middle of the fairway, it's over. He's going to win a lot of tournaments. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing is that he's not as violent. He's not trying to kill the ball. He's hitting. And you and I don't, I don't know how much of the golf course you watched. I don't know how much of the golf tournament you watched. Number one, if you saw the overhead shots, this was a tree-lined golf course that back in the day wouldn't have been a problem for him because he would have been playing out of the trees. He hit drivers. He didn't hit four irons off tees to be conservative. He hit drivers and three woods. When he did miss the fairway, he didn't miss it by a lot. There were two drives that he hit into the trees that he had to hit just straight knockout shots. Two, that's it. 65% fairways and he's hitting drivers and three woods off tees. He is swinging much more controlled. The golf swing looks good. He doesn't appear to be in pain and he putted absolute lights out. Now, I understand he won't putt like this every week, but he missed his share of four-footers, too. I mean, there was plenty of shots he gave away at 13 on Monday, Sunday here in the States, Monday in Japan. His 13th hole, he missed an eight-footer that, I mean, did not even come within six inches of the hole. That's not Tiger. I, there were some nerves there, I'm sure. He's admitted that he's nervous at the beginning of rounds, which I respect. It means he cares. When you were watching 18, Hideki Matsuyama's in the fairway bunker, waiting for the guys to finish on the green, wants to go for the green. Tiger looked so focused standing on that 18th uh, tee box. He wasn't joking around with Gary Woodland because they had been cutting it up in the fairway walking up and down. He wasn't cutting it up with Joey. He was so focused on what was going to be the next shot, even though he had a two-shot lead. And he knew there was a good chance he probably could have made bogey on that hole-in-one. What does he do? Hits a three-wood, puts it into front bunker, knocks it up there, and rolls in birdie. That's old-school Tiger making birdie. When bogey was an option, he makes birdie. We're starting to see things that we have not seen in a long, long time. And I believe it's all predicated on one thing. Can he keep his body healthy?
3: Well, yeah, and and I would back it up a little bit. You know, look, we saw this type of performance at the Masters,
2: obviously. Yeah, but he made bogey in the last hole at the Masters. Remember, he, he bogeyed the last hole. He sure. knew he could. He played conservative. He made bogey to make sure. birdie there right. on Sunday. I mean, th- that was sure. that's old school Tiger. The the gravitas of that moment was
3: so enormous at, at Augusta. I can tell you, it was palpable. You could feel you could feel it standing on the ground there, and you know, not even Tiger could would, could withstand that. But you look at the way he played at East Lake a year ago, controlling his golf ball there and avoiding any big numbers and mistakes and going on to win there, and then the Masters, then, of course, Japan. So the guys who, who win and and have a sort of all-time success, the legends of the game, these guys don't forget what it's like or how to win once they get in that moment. You know, Tiger's done it so many times, and he just goes right back into that mode, locked in and focused, and you're, and you're right, this, this just all comes down, it's all predicated on health. To me, it, 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 it's simply a matter of can he stay healthy, and if he can, I I don't know where he goes. So uh, You know, I don't. I, I think it's unrealistic to expect that he would dominate the sport like he used to because you know there's a myriad of reasons. There's uh, it's a much deeper field now. He can't overpower golf courses the way he used to. He's going to have to pick his spots. He's probably going to play a reduced schedule. He's probably going to practice less, even Being healthy. I don't think we'll see him practice and play as much. He's got other things going on in his life that are important to him
2: on the golf course. I believed all that back when I'm not sure he thought he could win again. Because remember, he did say this came from his mouth. Everything from here on out is gravy. And so I'm not sure he was as committed at that point because not knowing, not saying, I'm not sure I can do it. However, now that he has tasted victory three times. I believe he will become more committed because I believe in his mind he believes that 18 is in play, and that if he can stay healthy, he believes he can do it. He does not want to stop at 82. I can tell you right now. I, I know that I know that history loves company. Well, the company, the, the the guy making history, he doesn't love company. He wants to be by himself at the top of the mountain. He loves Sam Snead. He respects Sam Snead. He does not want to stop at 82. He wants to blow 82 out of the water in his mind. And I know this number's crazy and I'm not saying it's attainable. I think in his mind, he would love nothing more than to get to triple digits. I know it's probably sure. extremely unlikely. I get it. Boy, can you imagine that? Because of his health. Don't you agree? Do, do, do you think a hundred is attainable? I,
3: Boy, you know, at this point, I think we've all learned to say uh, you never say never with with tigers involved no matter what the circumstances that's that's a long ways off 18 um to your point you you know look even if we're talking even if you want to go as as far as 10 10 more years i mean that's winning every year or that's having a a, a couple of really big years where he wins six seven times in a year and i just i don't know that
2: no he needs 18 he needs 18 victories to get there if he played 10 more years and he won twice a year listen he's won three times in the last 13 months and let's be honest between the masters and the zozo he had one top 10 he did not play great he played okay right. he missed cuts he did not play great did not really contend
3: I, I you know look i i think it's more realistic and this is crazy to say but i think it's um i think it's more realistic that he he would get to 18 major championships than he get to 100 victories just because 18 more victories is i mean you you're talking about basically spending the next 10 years having what
2: yeah he, he needs Dustin Johnson's career basically again
3: right. yeah I, I mean it, and then some so it's that's a lot to expect I mean look guys can win guys are proving that they can win uh out at, at an advanced age we saw Davis Love do it at the Wyndham championship a couple of years ago winning at age 51 so you know but look is, is Tiger going to you know, continue to win at a clip of three three tournaments a year. I'm not sure about that, but I do think he's clearly not done winning. I, I, as long as he's healthy, he's going to win more tournaments. It's just a matter of how many. And at this point, who knows what the numbers, who knows, it, you know, let's just enjoy it and, and soak it in and watch it, you know, because we don't know
2: he could have back issues six months from now. And that right. could be it. We, you, you just don't know. A couple of other things I want to touch on. He did start this tournament with three consecutive bogeys. Crazy, right? (laughs) Which is unbelievable as well. He was three over on the first three holes and shot and made nine birdies on the closing 14. I mean, it was really.
3: That's
2: uh, that's the first time, at least according to the PGA Tour um,
3: stats folks, which only goes back to 1983, but that's the first time that somebody has done that and gone on to win a tournament.
2: Right. Unbelievable. So Another first for Tiger. Amazing. When you look at his win percentage, it took him 359 starts to win 82 tournaments. To put that into comparison, Ben Hogan needed 300 starts to win 64. Sam Sneed needed 585 to win his 82. And Jack Nicklaus, who Tiger's always compared to, played 595 events and won 73. That's a 12.2% winning percentage. Tigers is almost twice that. It's unbelievable what he's been able to do. His first win happened in 1996. Then you look on his 10th win was in 99, 20th in 2000, 30th in just two years later, 02. His 40th two years after that in 2004. His 50th two years later in 2006. His 70th in 2009, three years later. Then things did start to slow down. Nine years later, one is 80th, one is 81st in 2019, and is 82nd in 2019.
3: Is he the greatest athlete or player, however you want to put it, in, in any
2: sport in your mind? I'll say that he has done more, and, and it's it's difficult to say this and compare to other sports, sure. because golf is a single-handed, uh, you know, it, I know the Caddy plays an important part. I know he's got a team of people behind him to help him. However, there's one guy holding the club, one guy hitting the shots. Sure. Um, golf is a is a single sport. However. In my lifetime, I have not seen nor have I read about anybody prior to my lifetime that has done as much for one sport that I could argue that one man is bigger than the sport ever. I don't think that, you know, I know Tom Brady's done a lot for the NFL, but before Tom Brady, there was Joe Montana. um, There was Dan Marino. There was, you know, Johnny Unitas. There was there's been a ton of great quarterbacks in the NFL. A lot of people have done a lot of good things for the NFL. Peyton Manning's done a lot of good things for the NFL at the same time Tom Brady has. I'm not saying any of those guys are as good as Tom Brady, but arguably they've done as much for the sport. Is he bigger than Michael Jordan? Yes, because I think you and I spoke about it yesterday. Uh, Larry Bird and Magic Johnson did a lot for the NBA. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, Shaquille O'Neal, they had their era. They did a lot for the NBA. No, I mean, go back and look at the purses that guys were winning prior to Tiger Woods coming out on tour. He has caused companies to dump money into the PGA Tour at a rapid pace. The fan participation at events is through the roof. I mean, go to an event Tiger Woods isn't playing and then go to the same event and let him play it the following year and you look at the crowds. I don't have to tell you what the difference is. There's only one difference. I I hate to say that any one man is bigger than the sport. And listen, if Tiger Woods wakes up tomorrow and decides he's done, he just wants to be a dad, I respect that decision. The PGA Tour is going to continue on. The PGA Tour is in good hands with its young talent. However, without him, it is drastically different than it is with him, whether it's what he's done up to this point and what he continues to do. Wait until next year's Masters when he's the defending champion, and you tell me somebody who does more for their sport than Tiger Woods.
3: I think that's unquestionably true. I I don't think anybody has carried or done more for their respective sport than Tiger because you look at the purses, you look at all of it. It's all because of Tiger. And I think Michael Jordan is probably the closest that would come to mind as being, I mean, Jordan and in the prime of his career, was a global icon and superstar beyond that was transcended the sport. Um, you can even go you could go back to the days of Arnold Palmer. He was a guy that put golf on television and made it popular, sort of to the masses. But nobody to this level. I, I think there's a difference. I think when you're talking about that impact, I agree with it. I don't think there's been anybody bigger than Tiger Woods certainly in our lifetimes and maybe ever in, in terms of their respective sport and, and being bigger than, it, if you will, is he the most, now when it comes to the athletic performances, is he the most dominant? Certainly there you can, he, he's certainly in the conversation, if not at the top of the conversation, you can look at guys like Wayne Gretzky who is an incredibly dominant player in his era. You can look at Tiger, of course, you can look at Jordan. Uh, there, there's a, there handful of other athletes who would be in this conversation. But but to me, Tiger might be the greatest of all time from that perspective because you look at the differences. We talked about the winning
2: percentages. Markedly different than Jack's. 22.8% right? of his starts he's won. He's finished in the top 10. Do you, do you know what his top 10 percentage is? It's off the charts. It's 55% he finishes in the top 10. More than half, yeah. greater than half of the time. If he tees it up two times... He's guaranteed to finish in the top 10 more than one. That's un, it's it's unheard of. I mean guys, this just doesn't happen. Go go talk to a tournament director. They sit around and wait until the last second to see if wait for him to commit. And when they do, they open up more tickets, they have more security, and they because they know that in some cases the the the, the attendance doubles because Tiger Woods shows up. Go look at ad rates on the weekends when CBS is running a tournament. He doesn't make the cut on the weekend. It drops off. I remember there was one year he played the Wyndham. He played the Wyndham Championship. It was the second most – he was in contention on the weekend. It was the second most watched event. They had had the PGA Championship the week before. More people watched the Wyndham than were watching the fourth round of the PGA Championship that was a major. Why? Because Tiger Woods was playing.
3: Well, look, I mean, just the fact that here we are basically in November and – now certainly the TV ratings aren't going to be through the roof, but here we are. There's a lot of buzz, a lot of talk about Tiger Woods. Uh, you know, about a golf tournament, guy winning a golf tournament in in Japan on Sunday night U.S. time. Uh, you know, Monday morning Japan, and it's all because it's Tiger Woods. You know, if if it's anybody else, it's not even close to the same level of attention. But he makes it interesting. He may, he certainly makes it far more interesting golf is better obviously with him and having him healthy and now happy and uh, a sort of more engaging, more energetic, more,
2: you know, there, there seems to just be more fun around him in his life um, yes. right now. He seems to appreciate the victories more as well. Winning certainly helps. I don't think we have this same uh, package
3: um, without the winning the winning has always mattered to Tiger and I and I think that's a huge part of this. I don't think we're having these conversations. Right. I don't think Tiger is having quite the same joy if he's out there finishing T forty five. No. But if you
2: remember I talked about this last year. Remember, he's been back a full year now. We have now seen a full year of Tiger Woods. Actually almost two years, right? Yeah, we've seen almost almost two 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 full seasons. If you remember, I made this point to you not the 2019 season. I know that I know technically the Zozo is a, is, is gonna go into the 2020 season. It's a wraparound. But during 2018, I said to you, I'm shocked at how he's finishing in the middle of the pack because he had that really good finish at uh the Valspar. And then things were not good for a little while. He played well in some major championships and he hung around. I was surprised at how engaged he was and how he would really play hard on Sunday and he'd move his way up the leaderboard. And how committed he was, because I believe in his mind, he, he always believed that it was coming back. So I do think the winning has kept him involved. I believe now, like I said earlier, that with three victories, I believe you're going to see him. I don't know that he'll play more events. I think 15 events a year is, is, is probably all you're ever going to get out of him, and you'll be lucky to get 15. I do believe you're going to get a more engaged and a guy that when he is healthy – will really be a guy to be reckoned with more often because he's proven that when he's healthy, he's as good as anybody in the world. Still at 44 years old in December, he's still as good as anybody out there when he's healthy.
3: And to your point about him enjoying it more, I'll give you a great line I heard from a player, a tour player who goes all the way back to Tigers junior days when they, they played a lot against each other growing up. And they've known each other for decades. And this player said, "Look, the first 14 majors he won." And you can read this in Golf Digest uh, on the website, GolfDigest.com, or in the magazine for uh, a piece I did on on how Tiger sort of has changed and sort of a nicer guy than he's gotten credit—probably gotten credit for—but but seems to be different now. And, and this player said, "Look, the first 14 majors he won, he was chasing history, but you could see it in the emotion he showed." at the Masters, that this one was for him, for his family, obviously his kids, and he, this player said he got to enjoy that one more than the other 14 combined. And to this player, that was cool to see, and I think it speaks to the evolution, the maturing of Tiger. I, I mean, again, we, we go back to, you know, this guy, for the longest time, all he was 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 a golfer, and I think he's, he's involved, you know, he had this sort of suspended we're stunted adolescence and I think we saw some transgressions obviously along the way and some personal issues, you know, some really deep seated personal things. But I think now being a dad, being forty four, you know, having gone through a lot on the golf course, off it, you know, being on the verge of never playing again, as you mentioned. I mean, this is a guy who'd sat there resigned to the fact that probably never gonna play again. Right. And uh and here he is and, and he's and he's more appreciative and I think he's enjoying these a lot more, and it shows. And I think, and I think you see it in, in fans' reactions, too. I think, you know, a lot of fans are appreciative because, you know, there are people that never got to see him in his prime or never thought he'd get back to even winning tournaments or being in contention, and, and here we are. And, you know, he's, he's one of the best players in the world again.
2: Yeah, you know, I was reading an article here, Paul Azinger last year, Uh, said before the Open Championship, he said, I'm not quite as high on Tiger as I was before he won the Masters. I'm never going to count him out. He won the Masters, but it felt like it made Tiger too content. It's the most content I've ever seen him. Tiger has never looked satisfied. Don't get me wrong, he's been happy, but the next day he usually moves on. He said the Masters, he did not move on. It was a mountaintop experience. I think it will be very difficult for Tiger to ever win another golf tournament. And it's funny how we all went from – Right after the Masters, we thought up oh, 18 is under assault. Here we go. And then we had a rough time, and he did not play very well. Uh, he appeared in only three events. And in the PGA Championship in the U.S. Open, he missed some cuts. At, uh, he missed a cut at Page. He finished 21st at Pebble Beach, which is supposed to be you know, a playground for him. He did get a top 10 at the Memorial. And we wondered then, okay, maybe we have seen the end. Maybe he put it all together one last time, and that was the yep. swan song. But after what we've seen now, and now we know that there was a knee issue, he wasn't able to rotate properly, he wasn't able to get down and read putts, he was he was relying on, on Joey's uh, reads on putts, which, listen, I'm not saying Joey can't read a putt, but if you've played golf whatsoever, and there's a good chance if you're listening to this podcast, you're a golfer, you trust your own read. Somebody else can tell you all day that putt breaks left. But if you don't see it, you don't trust it. So, With him not being able to bend down and read putts, we now understand why he wasn't putting as well. We know now why he wasn't swinging as well. And now it makes sense that here we are again. And it all boils down to I'm not ever going to write him off ever. Just like I don't ever really believe everything he tells us. When he says that he's healthy, I think we're getting what he wants us to know. So now we know that there wasn't the injury. He had it scoped. You know, my eyes don't lie. Your eyes don't lie. When you see him swing the club, something didn't look right last year. It looks right again. This guy can win more golf tournaments. He absolutely could. He's back to, I'll say this, and tell me if you agree with this. He's back to being a force. Anytime he tees it up, he absolutely can win that event.
3: Yeah, I, I think that's fair to say. As long as he's healthy, uh, every time he tees it up, I don't think we should expect him to win or necessarily even contend. Because, again, I think there's – you're not going to have that prolonged consistency. Uh, I thought Asinger made a great point. You could see after he won the Masters, there was this, there is he went a number of weeks without touching the clubs. There was some real satisfaction. He took time to let that sink in and, and really soak up the experience. And, you know, look, is he going to have that after winning the Zozo Championship in Japan? No, no. probably not. But, look, he's going to play again. At the hero uh, in a few weeks. So that's so, the next time we see him? Play. Right. That'll be the hero in, in the beginning of December. He'll, I'm sure he's going to pick himself for the President's Cup, and we're going to see him play there. Probably not all five matches, but I'm sure we'll see him play, you know, some, and I think we're going to, you know, we'll see him at Tory Pines. We'll see his usual schedule. Um, we're not going to see him play a heavy a heavy load and you're not going to see him practice and so forth as much but this is a guy if he's healthy sure
2: he can win anytime he tees it up so he wanted to have the surgery after the hero but he did not and he said that it paid off because he ended up getting a major out of it and I completely understand that but then he played the rest of the year with the knee bothering him and it obviously got worse as the year went on he wanted to have the surgery then I know you've got a, a date on when he had the surgery. Do you know when the knee was injured? Was it injured at the Hero or prior? Do we know any of that? And and, and when was the surgery?
3: So the surgery
2: was in
3: August of 2019. He announced it on, on the 27th, I believe it was, is, that he had undergone uh, an arthroscopic procedure uh, the week before during the Tour Championship on his left knee to repair, to repair minor cartilage damage. But to your point, you know, look, he wins the Masters and comes out for golf TV interview not long afterward, and we see him sort of walking very gingerly. Right. And, you know, there was a lot of speculation of, uh-oh, here we go again, and, and so forth. Now, was that related to the knee? I'm not sure, but certainly it looks like it could have been. Right. Uh, clearly the knee had been bothering him for some time, and he had the surgery later in the year during the Tour Championship. So uh, this past year, which he did not qualify for. So just the fact, it, it, again, it goes back to, if this guy can
2: stay healthy, he can win golf tournaments. That it, It's just as simple as that. If he's healthy, he's going to win golf tournaments. Absolutely. So he's uh, risen to number six in the world golf rankings. That is the, they're out. He's only played 33 events. I'm going to give you the events that people in front of him have played. Brooks, 40, 43 events. McElroy, 48 events. Dustin Johnson, 43 events. Justin Thomas, 47 events. John Rom 48 events. Tiger Woods, 33. Cantlay, 44. Rose, 48. Xander Shoffley, 50 events. And then Bryson DeChambeau, to uh, round out the 10, uh, 54 events. So you're talking, everybody's played more events than him, but yet he's got as many victories. It really, truly is unbelievable at the clip he's still winning at, not playing as, you know, he doesn't have as many opportunities, but he is making the most of them. So, when he plays the hero in December, is that an official event that number one would count towards 83? No, it does no. not. It
3: would not count. It's only 18 players. And, but, but it
2: is uh, world no, golf that, ranking points.
3: You do. You do strangely get world ranking points for the event, but uh, it is not a, a official PGA tour event. So his next tour event would obviously wouldn't come until 2020. again, Probably, you know, last year there's some speculation, or rather this past year there's speculation that he might tee it up in Hawaii for the, the tournament Century Tournament of Champions, the winner's only event in Maui, which, by the way, he's won that in the past and played there, um, but hadn't played there in a long time. And, I you know, look, given the hilliness of the course and sort of the awkwardness of some of the shots that you face there, um, I, I wouldn't expect him. Plus, look, he's a creature of habit. You know, I, I just don't think he – is going to tee it up there. So you can almost uh, guarantee that the next time we see him in a PGA Tour event would be the Farmer's Insurance Open at Torrey Pines, which, oh, by the way, he's won there a million times. So (laughs) don't be surprised if he breaks the record
2: uh, at Torrey Pines. See, that's the thing. So now every tour event he plays will be the watch for 83. Every single tour event that we're going to go to will be – trying to get to number 83, and then it will be every one he'll just be adding on. It, it, it really adds a whole new element to the PGA Tour. I'm sure they are going to have massive ad campaigns around it every time he plays. I mean, this really is playing right into him once again becoming the face of the PGA Tour again, which they didn't have him for so many years, and they made the young guys and tried to do all they could to make these other guys, but sure enough, he has put himself and sub himself right back to be the face of the Tour once again.
3: Well, and look, and, and I don't think it's going to be. Um, I, I don't think we're going to go a long time without Tiger winning because eighty-three. Uh, it look, it's a big deal. It's a lot. You could see it in Tiger's expression um, when he was asked about it after his victory in Japan. He just had a big smile. And um, but look, that's I think 15, 15 major. You know, winning that fifteenth major was far and away the hardest thing he has had to accomplish in his golf career right and so him getting to 83 is not going to be the momentous um, occasion in his eyes I think in terms of pressure and difficulty and all of those sorts of things in the stage and so forth um, I, I think he gets there next next year I, I think we see him you know win in 2020 whether it's Torrey Pines or Bay Hill or um, you know wherever it might be I think I think he gets there uh, in 2020. And how cool would it be, by the way, you know, if he's back to win golf tournaments and can stay healthy, I mean, how cool would it be to see him, you know, get to 18 major championships and maybe do it at Augusta. I mean, that's, that's a real
2: possibility. Yeah. You know, uh, the selfish now, part of me yeah. doesn't want him to win at Torrey Pines as much as I love Tiger Woods. I don't want it to happen at Torrey Pines. I would love to see it happen here in Ponte Vedra uh, at the players. Sure. I would love yeah, and it to could s- happen there, absolutely. to see him set the record, right here, only for the simple fact that I could go and I could be there and see it. That's really the only reason. Because I'm guessing next year, I know the Florida swing has become a little more difficult with scheduling. Um, I'm guessing in Florida next year, we'll only see him probably at the Players and probably Bay Hill. I remember last year, because of scheduling and the WGC event in Mexico, uh, he did not play the Valspar, and he did not play the Honda Classic.
3: Right. The Honda comes the week after the WGC in Mexico. He is unlikely, I would think, to turn down free world ranking points, not to mention that's uh, a golf course where he should have success on and play well given his ball-striking capabilities and the fact that he's now back to hitting the ball uh, straight off the tee, uh, maybe straighter than ever. So, look, he'll, he'll get there. He'll get there yeah. next year if he's healthy. Uh, if he's no, healthy. No it, doubt about it. It, it all
2: yeah. is predicated on if he's healthy. And that's that's one last thing you just said I do do want to talk about in closing is how is it all of a sudden? He's driving the golf ball straighter than he's ever driven it. And I'm going back to when he was healthy and when he was kicking everybody's ass and taking names on a weekly basis. How is it all of a sudden he has figured something out that has allowed him to drive the ball straighter than he has ever driven it. Yeah, no it's 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 quite without a, a swing coach as you said earlier.
3: Yeah, we've seen um, we've seen the swing evolve. We've seen the fact that he's willing to concede a few yards. And, and, look, let's remember technology, you know, is part of that equation as well.
2: Oh, our friends at TaylorMade are making it easier, obviously, yeah. as well, too.
3: Right, yeah. I mean, he has is, he is really adapted well to, to the switch to TaylorMade uh, in his bag, and that's been a big impact for him. And he seems to have figured it out and gotten comfortable. And it goes, you know, the two are, are certainly connected, the swing and the equipment. And I think he knows that, you know. Look, his way of winning golf tournaments isn't going to be hitting it 330 yards, 340 yards, um, in in trying to wedge out, you know, or, or wedge it onto the green from the trees. I, I think he realizes that if he can straighten it out a bit and give up a few yards, his iron play, distance control with his iron play. Um, look, he's always been one of one of the greatest ball strikers to ever play the game. And that's not going to go away. You know, the injury, that's not going to really be affected by the injury. Now that he's healthy, really, let's
2: face it. I mean, if the guy's
3: keeping the ball in the fairway, he's going to be tough to beat.
2: I remember a long time ago when when uh, Phil and him were kind of at odds with each other, or, or what at least the media and, and, and the fans believed that they were at odds. There was a time he had won, and Phil said, Wow, it's amazing he's able to win with those Nike clubs. Imagine if he played good clubs, how good he'd be. And... Everybody kind of laughed it off. I Remember that? How, how great was that? Tiger winning despite the right. equipment. And, yeah. But now with the TaylorMade clubs, you know they've made him his own set of irons. He's got his P7TWs that he plays. It really is remarkable how he's able to strike the ball as well as he is this late in his career with all the injuries. It does make you believe that the switch to TaylorMade has done nothing except elevate his game. It has not hurt him in any way, shape, or form.
3: No, he's clearly adapted off the tee, especially. I think that's, to me, that's that's always been, you know, the thing with Tiger. If he's driving the ball well, you know, look, certainly there there are going to be days where his iron play is off or his putting is off. That's going to happen. It happens to everybody, including the greats. But to me, if if Tiger drives the ball anywhere near as well as he did in Japan, um, certainly he's not going to do that, again, every time he tees it up. But if he can do it, more often and more often and we see him continue to hit it well off the tee, then, you know, who knows what the win total ends up being. I mean, he's, he's just proving yet again, uh, that you really can't doubt him. I mean, you you, you can't doubt him when it comes to anything. And I think, Really anything at this point is fair game, and it's fun to see, and it's it's incredible to watch.
2: Congratulations to Tiger Woods. Congratulations to the fans, people who have stuck by him and believed in him and always wanted to see this happen again. It really is remarkable to see a guy fight back. Some of the stuff that has happened to him has been self-induced and self- stuff he's brought on himself, but a lot of it is his body breaking down. And even some of that is self-induced and has been brought on himself, and he was warned not to do it. A lot of the guys, that the greats are uh, are stubborn, and they believe the way they do it is the right way to do it, and they continue to do it, and that's why they're as great as they are. So congratulations to him. Congratulations to us, the fans, to be able to live and witness. And, and, and I do hope that as a fan, and chances are you are a fan of Tiger, if you're listening to this podcast, I hope you're enjoying this ride because this is one of the most epic rides in the history of sports. We are witnessing a rebirth of something that we thought we'd never see again, to witness the rebirth. I mean, we've seen Tiger Woods go through the highs, the lows, highs again in 2013, drop again, and now come back again. I mean, we really have been able to see some amazing stuff, and I hope that you are taking it in and enjoying it because it will not last forever. This is a true dynasty, a a one-man dynasty that we're witnessing kind of come back again, and I, I hope that people are appreciating it and not just taking it for granted and thinking, oh, here we go again.
3: Yeah, this is uh, fun to watch, and it's exciting for golf. It's exciting for the fans. It's exciting for everybody. Uh, Tiger Golf is better with a healthy Tiger and Tiger winning, and it's fun to see. And you throw in, you know, Rory and Brooks, Justin Thomas, and a number of other players, uh, you know, from this next generation, and it's a cool time to really be – covering golf and to be watching golf and and uh, see it all
2: unfold. Yeah. So this week we've got a uh, split field event. We've got the WGC uh, HSBC champions in Shanghai, which you'll see Rory. Uh, do you know if Brooks is playing this week? I know his, his knee. He is not in the field. So he's not in the field. So, uh, the field. so still a, a, a great event. The HSBC champions going on in Shanghai, uh, the Bermuda championship, which is new. That is the split field event, the alternate field going on This week as well. We get the Mayakoba next week. The RSM at Sea Island, Georgia, the week after that. Uh, And then we get the hero. We'll see Tiger again December 4th. And then the President's Cup, which when he won, he said that the player got the captain's attention. I'm pretty sure that's a good sign that we will see Tiger be a playing captain, which has been done before, which I believe Arnold Palmer did it back in the day. Uh, It has been done before. We will see Tiger play twice in this calendar year but like you said earlier will not count towards his victory total trying to get to 83
3: and it'll be you know it'll be great to see him play in the president's cup because two things for america uh, that work out great for that actually three things one tiger playing again obviously that's a bonus two because of the it's in australia you get that means golf at night here on the east coast in the u.s which is always fantastic. And then you have it at Royal Melbourne. One of the, you know, this is a golf course that's probably top two or three or four in the world. I mean, this is a fantastic, fantastic venue. It's a great time of year down there. Um, It'll really show uh, showcase the golf course and um, it, it, it'll be really cool to see Tiger playing there. So you have this nice collection of, of reasons to get excited for golf in December at a time when, you know, we're, You know, probably not really thinking about golf, but uh, it'll be fun to see. Obviously, Tiger playing in his event in the Bahamas, which will be a nice hit and giggle and fun to see. So, a lot of good stuff left on the golf calendar for the year and a lot to be excited about. So, it's fun to see. It's
2: a good year. It's good to have him back. It's nice to see him at uh, number 82. Congratulations to Tiger Woods. And we will talk to you soon, definitely, before he tees it up again the Hero World Challenge, and again at the President's Cup. Thank you so much for listening to the Playing Through Podcast. We're online. Get us anytime on Instagram Playing Through Podcast. I'm on Twitter, at Froggy Radio, and Brian on Twitter, at Brian Wacker, one from Golf Digest. So, thanks for listening to the Playing Through Podcast. We will talk to you soon.
1: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.